we hear one of Jesus' parables. It's, uh, sometimes parables are hard to understand. Uh, they are, I've heard people describe a parable something like a political cartoon. You get one image, and depending on your context or your understanding or maybe even your, your view of a, of a political situation, you see that, that, that picture differently. As much as there is image or information in the picture, we also bring information to it. It depends on your context. Is that better? Yeah. It depends on your context, the, the background that you bring to a parable. That's why we have to study parables well, that we don't get the wrong idea, because sometimes, I think this one is more straightforward, but sometimes they can be pretty different, pretty foreign to us. Today's parable is about the kingdom of God. I think Jesus uses parables to speak about the kingdom of God because of how vast it is, because of how many sides and aspects there are to it. We can't just narrow it down to one simple thing because it is so broad. The things that God is doing in this world are broad, multifaceted, and more than just one simple thing to say about them. In this parable, there's some ambiguity in it. I don't know if as you were reading it, who do you understand to be the one who's scattering seed? Is it God? Is it Jesus? Is it meant to be us, like the parable before? You see, there's some hard things. Like, What do we make of that? But as I've been reading and studying this passage, I hear Jesus speaking not so much about the one who scatters, but about the kingdom of God. That the kingdom of God is growing. It's growing. Even though we may not always see it, it may not be obvious to us, the kingdom is growing. Sometimes it's barely recognizable. Sometimes we look out at this world and we barely recognize the kingdom of God. But let me remind you, let me assure you that the reign of God has begun in Jesus Christ and that he is at work in this world, changing this world. Jesus says the kingdom of God is like a seed in the ground. Begins growing. I think about when we plant a seed in the garden, it begins growing almost immediately. Soon the seed begins to germinate. And soon the sprouts begin to push up. It's almost as if the seed knows that it's in the ground now. It's time to begin. And it keeps working towards the fruit. Sometimes it's imperceptible. At first, especially in those first few months, you push the seed in the ground, you go back the next day, no plant yet. Sometimes you go back a week later, still, no plant above the ground, no sprout. But we know it's growing. Be assured that slowly, the sprout has broken out of its seed. The slowly, the sprout, the shoot is pushing up through the soil. The kingdom is growing. It's not always obvious, but the kingdom is growing. Like the seed, the reign of God is at work in this world. Some of you might be asking, where? God help me, where? I look for it. I search for it, but it is so hard to see, and sometimes I am discouraged. Let me tell you that the kingdom of God is everywhere. In places we'd never expect. Even at work in our own lives, if we would have eyes to see. See, sometimes we take it for granted. Small things, small rustlings of the kingdom. We take them for granted in our lives. 
Let me remind you some of the ways that the kingdom of God is, in, is at work in our church. The first thing that came to mind was kernels of hope. A ministry about seeds and soil. But so much more than that. A ministry that we have joined into. A ministry that, that then plants those seeds in that soil to grow a crop and harvest and then harvest that. To use the funds that are then matched by, by, the, Canadian, uh, by the government to also provide food. To provide food to people who need it. Not just food for them for a day, but to help them learn to produce their own food. To become sustainable. To teach parents how to take care of their children or provide a way for them to have a job to take care of their children. To help communities grow and develop. Not to just hand out, but to give a hand up. I think, too, about our Compassion International about the children that we support as a church, whether they're from World Vision, Compassion International, or any of those organizations that support children. That we are involved, not only in the lives of individual children, but in the lives of the people of their whole community. That the funds that we send on behalf of a child go to help that community grow, to provide work, to help families work, to provide industry, small entrepreneurial enterprises. These things are the kingdom. I think about our missions. I mentioned it this morning, Linda Cope going to Ecuador. Can't wait to hear her stories when she comes next week. I think about the, the, the stories, and many of you who've gone to Takate to help build a school there for ministry. And our youth, who were here just two weeks ago, to have a lunch to support them as they go to Takate as well. But we are a missional church sending out missionaries, supporting missionaries. As I mentioned, like Ronnie in the Philippines, Betty in Russia. Many of the missionaries that we support and the work that they're doing. Our church is involved in this. The kingdom of God is at work and growing. And if you think about it, us, a church in this small place of Balfour and here in eastern B.C., quiet place, yet we are part of the kingdom, this light. And you begin to think of the thousands of churches around the world. You see, the kingdom is at work. The kingdom is at work in this world. It is growing. But what about the reign of God in our own lives? That we too have the reign of God working in us, helping us, encouraging us, helping us to live together, to, to, to live better in our marriages, to live more faithfully, to love our spouse well. The kingdom of God working in us, reminding us that, that God is with us even in the middle of cancer, even in the middle of disease, even in the middle of sorrow and despair. That God is with us. That the kingdom of God is working. What about those of us who have had a changed life? We know what we used to live like. And then the kingdom of God started working in us, changing us from the inside out, making us into a new creation. The kingdom of God is growing, sometimes slowly, sometimes painfully slow, but it is growing. Beyond what we can see, it's obvious for us just beyond what is, sometimes just beyond what is obvious, we know that it is growing. 
But I don't want you to get me wrong. I don't want you to get me wrong and think that I think that everything is roses. I'm not delusional about this. I'm not deluded about the reality of this world. I know that this world is still broken. I don't have to look even beyond my own life to know that this world is still broken. We see it. We experience it. The things that go wrong in our families, the places where we work, our friends. We know this world is broken. And I know that you, I know that we are tempted to lose heart. We see the evil. We see it on the news. Parents who kill their children. Children who kill other children. We see wars in Afghanistan. Gang wars in Abbotsford. We hear of women and children being trafficked in in the Middle East or, or East Asia. And we hear of people being traded in the sex trade in Calgary and Vancouver, even in Nelson. We know that this world is broken. We know that this world doesn't work the way that it was supposed to, the way that God created it. Before a serpent and sin, before brokenness and deceit, this world worked differently. We live in a fallen world. A broken world, a world twisted in on itself. As horrible as it is, as horrible as this reality is, you know, I think is worse is apathy. When we see how broken the world is and we just stop caring because it hurts too much. We can't stop caring. We can't give up on this world because God has not. And sometimes we become careless, it's it's tempting. You know, people think, as long as it's not in my backyard, I'm not going to worry about it. It's just too big. It's too, it's too painful. As long as it's not my son being shot at. As long as it's not my daughter being traded as a sex slave. Then I can't be bothered to care about it. Edmund Burke said he was famous for saying, all that evil needs to succeed is for good people to do nothing. We live in a religion, we live in a faith that calls us beyond, well beyond nothing. We are citizens of a new kingdom, of God's kingdom. We are called to live differently. We're called to keep our heart in it. Because I know it hurts. I know there are times when we look and it is painful. But we are called to keep our heart engaged to not run, to not try and convince ourselves that we don't care. Let me suggest to you just for a moment that this pain that we feel, this this tension we feel by the way things are and the way they're supposed to be, that's natural for us who believe in Christ. That we're supposed to feel that tension. We're supposed to feel that anxiousness, that pain, that desire to see things be right, we're supposed to feel that. You know, sometimes you hear it in Christian circles that, you know, if you believe in Jesus, everything will be fine then. And so many people try hard to figure out how do I get that to work for me because I don't feel fine. I look at the way things are and I don't feel fine. Let me suggest to you that we're not supposed to, this side of heaven, 
that maybe this longing that we have, this desire that we have to see things better and consistent with the Gospel, means that we are following God faithfully. Because we were meant for this. We were meant for a relationship with the living God. We were meant to live in God's presence. We weren't meant to live in squalor. We weren't meant to live in situations of brokenness, of families tore apart, of kids making wrong decisions, of wars and violence. We weren't meant for that. We were meant for something better. And we were right to feel uneasy with the way things are. I'm not saying that we should give up. I'm not saying that we should just accept things the way they are. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I'm saying that to understand that this feeling we have, that things are supposed to be better, to not try and kill that, to not try and sweep that under the rug, but to allow God to use that to move us in ministry, to keep us moving towards the kingdom, towards our relationship with Him, and encouraging others in this. I know that it's not perfect. This world is far from perfect. Evil runs rampant. Trust me, I know this. When I say the kingdom of God is growing, trust me, I know this. But stay the course. Stay the course. Don't give up. Remain faithful. Don't lose heart. Don't succumb to the brokenness of this world. Like a person succumbs to to their injuries or to their disease. Don't succumb to the brokenness of this world. Remain faithful because the kingdom is growing. I know it's not always obvious, but the kingdom is growing. Remain faithful. It's growing. Like I said, it's growing in the Congo. This week I walked the streets of uptown Chicago, one of the most broken places in Illinois, and the kingdom is growing there. Talking with our pastors, my friends, other pastors from Calgary, from Edmonton, from Vancouver, the kingdom is growing. People are coming to new life in Christ. The kingdom is growing. We may fail to see it. It may not be obvious to us every day, but the kingdom is growing, and one day it will be obvious. One day the kingdom is going to come. One day Christ will return, and there will be no ambiguity of it. We will no longer feel this tension, this tension and this this sorrow for what we see out there. Things will be made right and good because the kingdom will be here. Christ will stand in front of us. I see the kingdom. Jesus told a parable about seeds and soil. I see the kingdom working even in my own life. When I was seven, I began riding the bus to school, but my parents, we never went to church or anything. And I had one of my friends, he sat down next to me, my friend Eric. He said, do you know Jesus? Do you believe in Jesus? And I said, no, but I'd like to. That night I went home and I sang Christmas carols because those were the only songs I knew about Christ. The next morning I came and we prayed together. He prayed for me. And we sort of had this bus Bible study with these two little seven-year-olds, my faithful friend. We did that for years. Now I wish the story was that good all the way through, but there were years in my life when you would not know that I followed Jesus. I don't even know if I would say that I followed Jesus. There were years when that seed seemed deep in the soil and you didn't see any fruit. But then things happened in my life and the bottom fell out. Everything was taken away. 
And God caught me. God brought me up. The seed finally broke through the surface. The shoot began to sprout. And from this child, this seven-year-old, through the years of the in-between, to the pastor that you see standing before you, the kingdom of God was at work in my life. I know many of you have stories like this. Stories of the kingdom at work in you. Even at times when no one else would have seen it, the kingdom was still at work. I hear Jesus speaking through this parable this morning. I hear him saying that the kingdom of God is persistent. The kingdom of God will not be deterred. It keeps coming. It keeps growing. Despite what we see or may not see, the kingdom is growing. And the kingdom is powerful. A tiny seed that grows into the greatest of trees. The kingdom will grow. It is powerful. Nothing will stop it. Take heart in this. Nothing is going to turn the kingdom around. Christ is coming. God is changing this world. And the kingdom of God will prevail. We know the end to the story. Even though we still live in the middle of it, the struggles, the hard things, the difficult things, the things that break our heart, we know the truth. We know the end. God wins. We know in the end that the kingdom will come and Christ will make all things new. I hear Jesus speaking to us this morning about the kingdom. I hear him speaking through this parable. Take heart. Don't be discouraged. Don't lose hope. Don't give up. The kingdom is growing. Regardless of what we may see or may not see, the kingdom is growing. This is the good news that I hear this morning. Amen.